0: The best journey in life is the journey of life. Exploring the journey of life from various perspectives and experiences can add a different meaning to a journey. Core Peeler Studio brings you these different perspectives through various monologues, conversations and interviews. Explore and peel the layers to reach to your core on this journey with Core Peeler Studio. In today's episode, Corpila Studio brings you a conversation between AC and Don about the turning point in life. What are these turning points? Are they for real? Do they really exist? What is the science behind these turning points? Listen to this entire episode to explore. Hi Don, would love to hear from you.
1: Hey, I say, good to be here.
0: Great. So, uh, uh, friends, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, turning points in life. We've all had our turning points in our life. And life, of course, uh, takes its own course while we, while we move on this journey. There are, there are definitely crests and turns on this life where we go up and down. And definitely there are some big turning points in our life. Uh, Normally, we talk about our turning points in our life uh, from our bad experiences. Uh, However, there are some good experiences also which actually result into big turning points in our life. Uh, We'll be talking about it for a quick introduction. uh, I am AC, uh, the host for this entire show, and talking about uh, uh, how we, uh, you know, we've faced and, uh, you know, encountered those turning points in our life. And uh, we have with us Don today here, Don Milton, who is the founder and CEO of Growth by Design. Uh, Would love to hear from Don his thoughts on the turning points in life. So, Don, uh, before I get into any kind of a discussion, would you want to give a brief introduction about yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, I uh, started off uh, to be a research mathematician back in the 60s. And a result of some twists and turns in my life, I ended up in the investment real estate business in the uh, mid-70s. And from about 1980 to 2004, I had my own investment real estate company. And as a result of uh, some things that had happened in my life over a period of years, I made a big change uh, in my professional career. In 2005, I shut down my real estate company and uh, got into professional life coaching, which uh, I've been doing since then. And it seems to be my passion in life as far as sharing what I've learned with other people to show them how to have a better life, regardless of what their external circumstances may be. Great, Don. So, It's lovely to have you here
0: and have this conversation going on. Uh, Would Lady Le want to understand, on you know, as we've moved off, we all have had our own experiences in life in terms of the turning points. Turning points definitely play a major role in our life. Uh, And
1: and what are your thoughts on the word turning point in itself? Uh, You know, turning point for me is something that happens in life where we get a very different perspective on, on things. And, uh, you know, for me, I can think of about probably four or five major turning points in my life. And all of those cases were things that I considered at the time, very unpleasant, undesirable, bad experiences. And as a result of, uh, the attitude that I had towards them and and the research and the effort I put into dealing with the situation, they all led me to a better place. So that's been, uh, you know, my experience with big turning points. And I'm sure that I've had other uh, turning points that were not related to bad experiences where maybe I was reading a book or, having a conversation or watching a video. And I got some information that instantly gave me a different perspective on something. So, you know, turning points can be, uh, you know, large, small, they can come from, uh, pleasant situations or bad situations. Uh, I know for me, the, the big ones in my life have all been from bad situations
0: Yeah, Don, I I would agree with you. And and in fact, that's the point of discussion here that we talk about, you know, uh, the turning points arising out of the bad situations. Uh, I've had my share of the turning points. And uh, as you mentioned, we all have multiple turning points in life. Uh, I think my turning points also started up very early. But but, um, just to add to your thoughts, Don, I feel that, uh, you know, definitely we have these turning points arising out of bad or good situations uh and when when we comfortably are going on a certain journey in life for what, for whatever reason if we have to make that turn that's definitely a very com- uncomfortable situation at that point but later we realize that that turn was worthwhile perhaps yeah yeah and...
1: i I, su- I certainly agree with that
0: Yeah. So, Don, what what was your big turning point in life, which which you would uh, owe your your life today, perhaps?
1: Well, I would say, uh, you know, probably one that I would consider uh, maybe the number one for me was something that happened in uh, 1992. And what led to it was a, a horrible what I considered at the time, horrible situation. Uh, went through a divorce in 1990, and then that was the beginning of some major financial problems that lasted uh, for 11 years. But as a result of that, uh, the divorce and the, the financial problems, it put me in touch with uh, someone I'll call a mentor, a coach, uh, that I worked with for about a year. And as a re- result of the work that I did with him, I learned a lot of things, but probably the biggest thing that happened to me was uh, I had for the first time in my life, I think at the time I was about 46 years old, and I had what I would call a spiritual awakening, which for me was the first time in my life that I had ever felt the power and presence and knew that there was something higher than my intellect, uh, my mind. Uh, I'm comfortable with the term God, but it's not that big man in the sky that is, uh, you know, concerned about all our activities. It was, uh, uh, you know, it was a huge thing in the spring of 1992, and it might put my life life on a whole different path, and it gave me a very different perspective on what life was about and my role uh, in life. Yeah, no, Don, and, and just you know, while
0: you were talking and sharing this story, a thought came to me, Don. Uh, you know, we talk about these turning points in life, and and these are nothing but just the expectations that we have from our life, right? We are walking on a we are walking on a journey called life, and uh, we are comfortably walking on it. Uh, while we are walking on it, we have certain expectations from it as well. Uh, when those expectations are fulfilled or not fulfilled. Uh, probably when they are not fulfilled that's when we see and we get a kind of an awakening and we go into a different direction or altogether in fact the life takes us into a different direction altogether and we see it as a turning point uh, with a larger perspective don what are your thoughts because i feel and these are my thoughts and i would want to know your thoughts on it i feel that when we are imagine that we are walking on a journey on a path of life and we we forcibly have to take a turn which we call it as a turning point. But normally, uh, isn't it just the flow of life that is just going around? And it is just that our mind, in our mind, we had certain expectation to go straight, but we have to turn. So we are a little uncomfortable with that. You also mentioned about the uncomfortable situations. And, And suddenly we talk about it as a turning point in life because we feel it as a turning point. But in the larger scheme of things, it may be the natural flow. Your thoughts on?
1: Well, I mean, that's an interesting question. And uh, that kind of ties in with the experience that I had in 1992 about for the first time in my life really understanding there was a higher power that was sort of uh, orchestrating everything. And over a number of years, <clears throat> what I came to understand is. That uh, we, and this is just my opinion and my experience. I mean, I tell people all the time, don't believe anything I say, but be open and what resonates with you. But the way I came to understand how life seems to work is, we're spiritual beings having a physical experience, and the spiritual, the core of all of us, is connect is connected to that higher power and direction. If you want to call it spiritual guidance, God, uh, whatever you want to call it. But then as human beings, we have an ego, we have free will. So the, I believe there is a flow of life for each of us while we're here on the physical plane. And that our life becomes, uh, I don't know if I want to use the word easier, but I think if we're in the flow of our spiritual path, that we're at peace. Now, from the outside, it may not look like things are easy for us. I mean, we could be a paraplegic. We could have horrible financial problems. From the outside, our flow, being in the flow of our spiritual life could look pretty rough from the outside. But if we're in the flow of our spiritual life, we're at peace with ourself. And then we have the ego, or what we call the free will, which we have the choice to be in the flow of our spiritual path, or do it the way we want to do it. I call it God's way or Don's way. And what I've learned, <laughs> and what I've learned over the years is that uh, to understand God's way requires me to do my inner work, uh, meditation, reading, journaling, whatever work that a person has to do to be able to connect with that higher power. And then once you connect it with that higher power, You do get guidance, which you may call intuition or insights or whatever. And once you learn to trust that guidance, uh, your life just becomes better and better. And and it is a process of learning to trust that guidance because uh, the way of spirit is we get one step at a time. And the way of ego is that we want to have a plan and we want to have five alternative options. So it's a process and it requires work. So that's my perspective on uh, what you call. The, uh, so, so if we're if we're in following our spiritual path, then these things you call turning points are uh, we're at peace with them because we're in a flow and we don't fight it. If we're if we're using our ego and we're doing it our way, then those turning points can be very, very difficult and if we keep fighting them, uh, <laughs> we always lose.
0: That's that's a great perspective, Don. And I personally, you know, believe on that. And uh, <clears throat> when you mentioned about uh, the God's way and the Don's way, uh, there's a story that just clicked in my mind, you know, and I and I was just about at about 15 years of my age at that time, Don. And uh, I used to narrate this story to many people in my peers and even my elders at times. Uh, I used to say, you know, and think also, Let's suppose there's a situation where your father is actually holding your finger, or rather, you are holding the finger of your father, and walking to the shop to buy some chocolates or toffees for yourself. Your father has in mind that he'll buy you some very good, big chocolates, and uh, while you go and and go at the shop and reach the shop, you start cribbing for some toffees, small toffees, and probably what would your father do at that time? Uh, he would normally end up buying you those toffees instead of the chocolates that he wanted to give to you. And uh, very rightly said, you know, the relationship between uh, your father and you is pretty much like uh, between you, your own self, and I I would want to say, underline the word self here and put it as God. Uh, Maybe you, yourself, or God are not very different from each other. It is just that the problem arises when we see God uh, you know, uh, separate from, from us. So uh, uh, when you actually uh, you know talk about this ego thing, I think it's the ego which is at play which creates the major problems in life. It, the ego which creates expectations and the ego also uh, you know uh, puts things into buckets like turning points and life and all of those things. Uh, you also mentioned about the word trust, Don. Uh, I think that trust. Faith, and also I would want to add one more word to that, is surrender. So while that child, when he holds the finger of his father, he has trust definitely on him that whatever his father will buy for him will be good for him. And that that faith in his father and of course the surrender to whatever he gets will be good. I think that's when you see that these turning points really fade off in life and you just go with the flow and you,
1: you are at peace with these events and experiences in life. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a very good analogy. I see. And, uh, you know, when, when I, when I was growing up, I grew up in a very Catholic, uh, family and I was totally indoctrinated in the principles and concepts of Catholicism. And I never, and you know, I prayed a lot back then, you know, Uh, you pray for something or for someone it's like you're, you're uh, you know, you're, you're that great vending machine in the sky. So, so that was my concept of prayer. And I was in that, in that situation for 18 years until I questioned it at the age of 18. And, and I, uh, you know, did not, I wasn't in alignment with that anymore. And then for the next 25 years, I didn't really have any religious or spiritual basis. But when I had that spiritual awakening in 1992, I revisited the concept of prayer and what was that about. And what I came to understand is that the only prayer, if you want to call it a prayer, that I will say for myself or anyone else is I will pray to know God's will for me today to show me what I'm supposed to do today to have the faith and the courage to do my part and not be attached to any results. And so that goes along with what you say. It's about it's about trusting uh and, and then just you know, doing your part and whatever happens happens and you don't fight it.
0: That's so right, Don, and I I really admire the small short little prayer, that prayer that you talk about. With this, this also, you know, this also brings to another point, Don, and uh, that talks about, you know, accepting whatever comes to you as part of this faith or surrender that you give uh, to, the, uh, to, the, to the energies or the God or whatever you may call it. Uh, so I think ha- once that child accepts whatever comes to him, is something that uh, brings peace also. So whatever happens and occurs in a life, if we start accepting it with with a lot of uh, gratitude i think uh, that's where the the changes also happen to come right and we 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 start to be normal in that flow of life
1: well that's true and and this concept of acceptance and surrender might be a topic for another uh another time because a lot of people think that when you accept something or you surrender that that's a weak thing and that like, if something happens to you that you really don't like that, you should just accept it. And that's a very apathetic, uh, approach, but no, that's not the, that's not what acceptance and surrender means. What it means is that you accept the reality of a situation that you may not like and you get at peace with it. And then, If it's appropriate to take action, you take action, but you take action from a place of peace and acceptance instead of anger or frustration or whatever the emotions may be. Very true, Dawn. In fact, uh,
0: this is and we will definitely continue this discussion moving forward and keep uh, our discussion around this acceptance piece that you mentioned. It will be really worthwhile sharing it with our friends who listen to us. Uh, but definitely when we talk about the stirring points in life, uh, I agree with and I think we mutually agree on one point that uh, ego is something which which is also kind of a problem here. When it when it comes to identifying those turning points in life, and it's also a kind of a solution in a way when we take it off, uh, you know, and and be peace with our events. I think it's both ways. It's how we take our life.
1: Well, I think the trick is at least something I learned uh, is to the ego is a great. Some people think that the ego is a bad thing and you need to get rid of the ego. I don't agree with that at all. I think the ego is what allows us to get things done to take action to make plans but the trick is to let your spiritual guidance run the show and use the ego to take care of the details that's my opinion
0: absolutely fine and i totally agree with that uh Thanks Don it was really a lovely discussion let's keep our discussion on and in our next episode you'll you know we we'll talk about other things in terms of acceptance thank you very much for being on this discussion today thank you
1: i enjoyed it thank you aisy
0: thank you bye thanks for listening to the core pillar studio podcast do subscribe and follow our channel for interesting monologues conversation and interviews to come